Amen. Welcome to church today. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of Psalms, chapter 118. Every day is a gift of God. Every day is a gift from God. Every day is cause for celebration. The Bible declares, Psalm 118, verse 24, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We know in this life we face things. There are trials. There are pressures. There are issues and dilemmas. But the Lord is our portion. The Lord is our answer. The Lord is our focus. The Lord is our anchor. The Lord is our banner. And the Lord is our victory. The Passion Translation reads, This is the very day of the Lord that brings gladness and joy, filling our hearts with glee. The Voice Bible, This is the day the eternal God has made. Let us celebrate and be happy today. Is rejoicing based on the elements? Is gladness subject to the climate? Are we tossed to and fro by the winds of adversity? Are we in and out of rejoicing daily, weekly, monthly? Psalm 118, verses 24 to 29 in the New King James Version. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will praise you. You are my God and I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Even though there are needs... Even though we have circumstances that cry for the Lord to send now prosperity, even though we are a people that are to acknowledge each day as the day of the Lord, of His making, His creating, His leading, His unfolding, His purpose, His plan, His will. What is the answer? That line in the text, bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You know, one of the key ways to keeping rejoicing and gladness, one of the key ways to keep rejoicing and gladness flowing in our lives is sacrifice. The voice, let the feast begin. Bring the sacrifice and tie it to the horns of the altar. Sacrifice often has a negative connotation. We view it as loss. We view it as giving something up. We view it as expense or cost. We view it as disadvantage. But I want to remind us today that for the people of God, sacrifice is gain. 
Sacrifice is advantage. Sacrifice is life. And by way of sacrificing comes rejoicing and gladness. Think about it today. The sacrifice of praise, Hebrews 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. You say, what does this have to do with rejoicing and gladness? And the answer is, everything. When we praise, even though we may be facing unpleasant weather, rejoicing and gladness soon overtake us. Isaiah 63, verse 3. Isaiah 61, verse 3. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The voice reads, wrap them in victory, joy, and praise instead of depression and sadness. The living Bible, praise instead of heaviness. And the amplified, the garment expressive of praise instead of a heavy, burdened, and failing spirit. You see, it's not always that the circumstances change, the unpleasant weather. But one thing changes, and that is us. Our outlook, our demeanor, our confession, and our attitude. And all of a sudden, praise becomes our breakthrough, and there we are rejoicing. And we are glad, because this is the day that our Lord has made. Chaplain Carruthers, in his book, Prison to Praise, why is it that some can be going through the most trying trial and yet have radical joy? The answer, their eyes are fixed on Jesus, not on the circumstance. He writes in his book and he shares about a vision God gave him. And in this vision, a ladder of praise. The bright sunshine below the cloud is the light many Christians live in and accept as normal. The ladder is the ladder of praising me. Many try to climb and learn to praise me in all things. At first they are very eager, but when they get into things that they don't understand, they become confused and cannot hold on. They lose faith and they go sliding back. As they fall, they injure other people who have been hoping to find a way to live in continual joy and praise. Those who make it through those difficult times reach a new world and realize that the life they once thought of as normal cannot be compared to the life I prepared for those who praise me and believe that I carefully watch over them. He who reaches the light of the heavenly. I want to encourage us today. Praise is our answer. Praise is our answer to daily rejoicing and gladness. The sacrifice of praise Waking up and declaring, waking up and speaking it out. Let the feast begin. Bring the sacrifice and tie it to the horns of the altar. Each and every day, we need to be a people that rise and get our praise on. We need to climb the ladder called praise that we can live the day in victory, walking on the clouds, reaching the light of the heavenly. This is an answer for us as the people of God. Every day, a day the Lord has made. Every day, a day of rejoicing and a day of gladness.
The opposite of rejoicing is lamenting or mourning. And the opposite of gladness is gloom, sadness, depression, and discouragement. Psalm 30, verses 11 and 12, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. And the text in the Passion Translation, then he broke through and transformed all my wailing into a whirling dance of ecstatic praise. He has torn the veil and lifted me from the sad heaviness of mourning. He wrapped me in the glory garments of gladness. How could I be silent when it's time to praise you? Now my heart sings out loud, bursting with joy, a bliss inside that keeps me singing. I can never thank you enough. I want to ask today, for how long can we continue blaming lack of rejoicing and gladness on circumstances? For how long can we continue blaming others? For how long can we continue equating rejoicing and gladness with material things? There is not one of us that does not have full access to rejoicing and gladness. And the reality is that there is no one to blame. There is nothing to blame. And heaven forbid we blame God for lack of rejoicing and gladness. You see, He is the highest and greatest and truest and purest source of rejoicing and gladness. And that is why we need to take care of ourselves by taking care of the most important thing, the very thing for which we were created, praise and worship. Charles Spurgeon said these words, I saw more clearly than ever that the first great and primary business I ought to attend to every day was to have my soul happy in the Lord. Psalm 118, verse 24, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is a choice we need to make each and every day, a decision we need to make each and every day. It is a daily decision, and we know that that is true. And perhaps that's why we read verses like Matthew 6, 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. The voice, so do not worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Living faithfully is a large enough task for today. Yes, living a faithful life of praise today. That is the task. Worry about today. Let the feast begin. Bring the sacrifice. Tie it. Tie it to the horns of the altar. And tomorrow, worry about tomorrow. Let the feast begin. Bring the sacrifice and tie it to the horns of the altar. Is there another key to rejoicing in gladness? Yes. Count your blessings. The blessing the Lord has poured out on you, count yours and don't compare with others. Count yours and be satisfied with the provision of the Lord concerning you, concerning your life, 
Put the comparison aside. Count your blessings. Psalm 116, verses 12 to 19 in the message. What can I give back to God for the blessings he's poured out on me? I'll lift high the cup of salvation, a toast to God. I'll pray in the name of God. I'll complete what I promised God I'd do, and I'll do it together with his people. When they arrive at the gates of death, God welcomes those who love him. Oh God, here I am, your servant, your faithful servant. Set me free for your service. I'm ready to offer the thanksgiving sacrifice and pray in the name of God. I'll complete what I promised I would do, and I'll do it in the company with your people, Lord, in the place of worship, in your house, in Jerusalem, God's city. Hallelujah. I encourage us all today to count our blessings. Count your blessings, the blessings the Lord has poured out on you. Count yours and don't compare with others. Count yours and be satisfied with the provision of the Lord. Galatians 6 verse 4, but let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Romans 12, 6, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 3 in the J.B. Phillips New Testament. For you are still unspiritual all the time, that there is jealousy and squabbling among you. You show that you are, you are living just like men of the world. You see, it's been rightly said, Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the death of joy. Words of Charles Spurgeon, we are too prone to engrave our trials in marble and write our blessings in sand. You see, there is this tendency in humanity to complain rather than be thankful. To complain and get fixated on what we do not have and what we believe we need, rather than focusing on what we do have and being thankful. This tendency, and you say, I don't have much to count to count my blessings. I don't have much to praise Him for. And I'd say today, what a falsehood. Take in this short list. Praise Him for His grace. Praise Him for His mercy. Praise Him for His tender mercies. Praise Him for His loving kindness. Praise Him for His friendship. Praise Him for His loyalty. Praise Him for His love. Praise Him for His unchanging character. Praise Him for the daily bread. Praise Him for His protection. Praise Him for His sacrifice on the cross and praise Him for the empty tomb. Praise Him for His provision, the clothes on your back, the food in your fridge, the roof over your head, and the mode of transportation that you do have. Praise Him for His goodness. We need to rise and get fixated on the blessings the Lord has given us and not so distracted by the ones that we think we need. God knows what we need. He so pours His favor upon us. He looks after us. Psalm 126, verses 1 and 2. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. 
Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. In verse 3, the Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Rise each and every day and focus on the goodness of God. Set your eyes upon the goodness of God. Thank Him for breath. Thank Him for life. Thank Him for all that He's given, all that He's poured out. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you that you are our Savior, that you are our Lord, that you are our shepherd, that you are our healer, that you are our closest friend. Thank you for who you are, Lord. David Wilkerson said these words, They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness, Psalm 145, 7. We cannot deny God's claim to praise Him in all His excellencies, but we are especially called to praise Him for His goodness. Note that the psalmist insists on an abundance of praise in memory of the Father's goodness. They sang the Hebrew for abundant utterances, to gush out like water rushing from a fountain. In Psalm 107, 8-9, David writes, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. This truth of praising God for his past goodness struck a chord in my heart, and I have been moved upon to do as David did. We are called upon to celebrate his goodness. David opens up the goodness he speaks of. God is inclined to use mercy. As he sympathizes with our affliction and miseries, David borrowed from Exodus 34, 6, where God spoke to Moses. The Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. He closes with these words, Beloved, look back over the past and remember how good the Lord has been to you. Remember his compassions that never failed to bring you through. I am finding pleasure in praising God for all things, but especially for his goodness. Not only for past goodness, but for those I see daily. The goodness I see all around me now in the present. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is our portion. We have so much to be thankful for. We have reason, more than enough reason to be a people full of rejoicing and full of gladness. Each and every day we rise and we declare Psalm 118. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. I want us to recognize today and realize today that another thing, another experience, another purchase, another earthly gain 
They bring a measure of rejoicing and gladness, but they should not determine our rejoicing and gladness. Our rejoicing and gladness should not hinge on things. Our rejoicing and gladness hinges on praise, hinges on thankfulness, hinges on the Lord. Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Sometimes we need to tell ourselves it's time to rejoice in the Lord. We need to start to think over, meditate upon the goodness of God in our life. We need to look around in our world, get our eyes off this world, but get our eyes on the provision of God in our world. We need to start to recognize all that he's done for us. What can I give back to God for all the blessings that he's poured out on me? We start to thank him. We start to praise him for what we do have. We do not complain. Though we are crying out for his provision, for his prosperity to fall in the land, for his rain to fall in the earth, we are a thankful people. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 70 verse 4. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your salvation say continually, let God be magnified. Let's pray today. Lord, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you for who you are. I pray that, Lord, we would never lose sight of all that you've accomplished, of all that you've done, the great miracle work in our lives. Lord, we thank you for your provision. And God, as it says in Matthew 6, we will be those that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And we know that all other things will be added unto us as you see fit. We trust in your hand of provision, O oh God. We don't strive for these other things, but Lord, we trust in your hand of provision for our lives. I pray that we would not be a people that are consumed with the things of this world, a people of comparison that as we look at our lives, we're comparing to somebody else. Because comparison will rob us of joy. Comparison kills joy. It kills rejoicing and it strips us of gladness. It turns us into a people of complaint. I pray, Lord, that our eyes would be opened in a new way to see your goodness. And I pray, God, that each and every day we would rise and we would cry out, let God be magnified. That each and every day we would rise up and we would declare, Lord, even before we step out of our room, God, we would declare this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we would bring it down to the personal level. This is the day that you have made, my Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that that attitude would be upon us. And I pray, Lord, that you would set us apart from the world, that people would see in us a spirit of rejoicing and gladness that is not of this world, that can only be found as people tap into praise and worship, as people bring their sacrifice before you, as people choose, choose to look to you and choose, God, for you to be our joy and you to be our strength, something that is not takeable. Lord, let us be a people of rejoicing and gladness. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you today, church. Be encouraged in your walk with the Lord. Amen.